to hit record, so. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> we'll set it. We'll edit. Yeah. All right. So, hello, and welcome to Donna Martin Graduates, the podcast. The mini-sode? No. What did we call it? Something else. The mini peach oh. after school special. Yes. Still a mini-sode. Trademark. Whatever. TM. TM. <laughs> TMI. TMI. Total Maintenance Incorporated. Oh, wait. We're not going to give them free money. No. People love this podcast and totally take our recommendations. So do not go to TMI. <laughs> and if you're listening to this in some other place other than where we're located, their HVAC company, <laughs> TMI will mean nothing to you other than too much information. All right. So this week of VH90210 is season one, episode four, The Table Read. Yeah. So this week, we're starting off with, of course, another dream, and this time it's Andrea entering a peach, entering a peach pit. No, the peach pit. <laughs> She's going into James and the Giant Peach. And I love that they found her, her a wig that, you know, was definitely the going back to the Andrea of old and her glasses. She, of course, was wearing a blazer. Yeah, but are you saying the wig was good? I thought it looked, it made her just look like how she used to. I think all of the wigs in this scene were horrible. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they weren't great, but I thought that she looked like herself. All right. Anyway. We'll go with that. All right. So Kelly, Donna, and Brenda are all seated in a corner booth, and they're all less than receptive about having her join them. So she tells them that she's waiting for a brand. They're all dressed similar to, or the originals, like how they used to in the first series well, uh, Donna's actually wearing a dress from a photo shoot, or a similar to a dress yeah. from a photo shoot, uh, with the lips on it, and uh, Brenda has on her dress shirt and tie, which is also from an episode. I'm sure it's probably not the exact one, but it's and very Kelly was, similar to Kelly that. was wearing a choker. And a floral dress, which mm -hmm. I was not able to find that exact floral dress in any photo shoot or during the series, so mm -hmm. I don't think it's a duplicate. Right. So it's not Brandon that's waiting for her. It's Emily Valentine. The girls suddenly surround her and remind her that she actually lives in Van Nuys and she's lying about her address to go to West Beverly. Emily then says, don't go away mad, just go away, which is a callback to the Euphoria episode, but maybe also some of Gabby's insecurities in this new chapter in her life. The camera pans back and suddenly Andrea is in her pink formal dress. Andrea. Sorry. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> the camera pans back and suddenly Andrea is in a pink formal dress, wig looking even worse, and carrying a chainsaw, just like her dream in the spring fling episode. It's tough words to say. Spring fling. <laughs> she wakes up in bed and does, her hair actually looks pretty damn good in the episode, where, or the scene where she wakes up, but mm -hmm. I digress. Gabby and Christine meet for a drink. And Christine starts complaining about the many things that are going wrong with the reboot, while Gabby tries to ask her some more personal questions, like where's her favorite vacation, as she's tracing her finger along the rim of her martini glass. Christine's like, uh, what's happening here? Gabby realizes that this isn't actually a date. This ain't no date. And is obviously mortified. Uh, but Christine calms her down by showing her the traffic surrounding the new cast photo. Yes. And then we join Brian and Shay in the back of a limo, also talking about all the traffic the photo has produced, when Shay gets word that someone has leaked a track from her upcoming album, a track that hasn't been mixed yet, hasn't been auto-tuned, 
that's what I sound like when I'm singing in the shower. So, <laughs> and nobody pays me millions of dollars for that. Right. And Zach suggests that it was Shay's stylist, as everything is kept in the home studio. Yeah. And then they all look down mm-hmm. because they're thinking. Jenny's daughter, uh, Kyler is her name, is upset because everyone is commenting that she only got her part because her mom is on the show. And Wyatt, the bodyguard, reveals that the studio is going to reassign him because they don't really see a threat anymore with the stalker. Uh, Jenny suggests that Tyler um, audition for the role, just like Tori did for the original show, so that way people will stop saying that she didn't earn it. And what was her name? Something Snelling. Bory Snelling. Yeah, Bory Snelling. (laughs) Yeah, that's how she got through the audition they didn't know it was her yes and kyler's audition is fine but there is another actress who actually nails the role like i thought it was funny that that girl that actually nailed it her name was tilda and like she looks like tilda swinton and she was like really into her really into the part yeah she was very much into yeah so tori and jenny decide that kyler will play the role of donna's daughter instead and kyler's actually pretty excited about that news because she'd rather work with her aunt tori than her mom as they exit the audition, they discover a knife in Jenny's tire and Wyatt. So Ian is unhappy with his wardrobe during a fitting, saying he looks like a homeless, and this is his words, not mine, saying he looks like a homeless bum. The writer Anna, or Anna, is it Anna? It's Anna. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to them saying their names weird. Ian, Andrea, mm-hmm. Uh The writer Anna tells Steve that he is playing a, an actor who is a character in an environmental apocalypse and that she's offended by his use of the word bum as we all are. <laughs> and then Shay tells Brian that she suspects Zach is the one who leaked the track. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the table read doesn't go very well. Uh, obviously Jason and Jenny are still pretty snarky with each other and Shannon's deal hasn't closed yet. So they have a reader do her part and the whole cast except Brian Put on their readers to go through the script. I love that. That was my favorite part. So we all know how old they are. (laughs) I love that they all had to wear reading glasses. Uh, And the script is an apparent disaster. So they all agree to get together to tweak it. So the actors and Anna can't see eye to eye on their characters. So Ian tries to meet Gates. And he takes a video of the actors interacting to help Anna get a feel for who their grown-up characters are. Nate mopes around and then decides to leave. Shannon finally shows up, and immediately she's bombarded with all the problems that the show's encountering and such, so she needs to check out and she needs to go meditate somewhere. Um, the girls hunt her down, and she tells them that this is all a little too much for her and she needs more time. Ian and Anna have a moment because, just like Steve, he seems to endear himself despite the horrible things that he says and does. And Kyler confesses to Jenny that she wrapped the tire so that Wyatt would stay on and Nate uh, stayed because he's bonding with Shay but Tori doesn't seem to like that too much. Tori approaches Christine and tells her that Shannon may not be on board still and Christine reveals that Shannon held out for double the pay everybody else is making. Good girl. Yeah so the girls go to confront her and I will say I love that they walked in on her and she was laying on the ground and they're all debating like is she sleeping? Uh, and somebody says, Shannon, and she kind of jolts awake and they're like, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to interrupt your meditating. She's like, oh no, I was listening to, uh, the, my favorite murder podcast. Yes. And I was like, woo, my worlds are colliding. 
uh, and they all start end up uh, they all end up reminiscing and forgiving her. They talk about if she says I didn't uh, hold it against you, Gabby, when you got your uh, three episode talk show. Or that Tori lived in a 56,000 square foot mansion. Mm-hmm. Or that Jenny never got any bad press. Even it's... though she apparently pulled a clump of Shannon's hair out by the root. It's okay. She wasn't wearing her name tag just then. Yeah. Brian tells Tori that Nate doesn't think that she's a vapid celebrity. And that she always thinks that she doesn't measure up. But she really does. And Gabby and Christine. So together. They are. Gabby and Christine almost kiss, but they don't because Gabby is drunk and she wants her first kiss with a woman to be perfect. Who doesn't? I want my first kiss with anybody to be perfect. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Kelly does not discriminate. (laughs) Give me, well, 20 years ago, Kelly did not discriminate. (laughs) Give me some liquor and I will kiss you. There you go. Um, Shannon tells everyone that her whole salary thing is going to help orphans in a hot zone. Okay, what does that mean? I don't. What know. are hot zones? Are that like? Is that like war zones? Um, that's what I'm wondering. Like where they like have a lot of bombings. It could be. Otherwise, maybe it's just where it's really hot and they're outside getting sunburned. Maybe I should Google oh, it. Oh gosh, we're gonna Google it. What is a hot zone? Brunelli's performing. It's getting hot in her, so take off all your clothes. Mm, 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 mm. Don't make it longer than 15 seconds. Although I'm guessing we could probably afford Nelly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> With our $4. It looks like hot zones are based on the Ebola virus. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they might be, when she says orphans, so maybe they've lost their parents to the Ebola virus. Maybe. Okay. We'll go with that. All right. Anywho, um, so she's going to help orphans in the hot zones, and so, of course, everyone forgives her for making twice as much. Anna shows up with a new script, and it is amazing. And Shay hired a private investigator to figure out who caused the song leak, and it was Shay's stylist, but she also had him check out Zach. So they know he has a murder board. Yes. And Wyatt is already aware that Kyler slashed Jenny's tire. He said, what kind of bodyguard would I be if I didn't know that? And then he says he can't get involved with the client. So Jenny says she will call Fox to have him reassigned and he can guard my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabby goes to the studios and ends up making out with Christine because apparently she doesn't care if she's drunk anymore. Right. Well, she says something about... Uh, you only live once or something. I don't know. Yes. I'm sure it was more profound. <laughs> and then Brian confronts Zach, who reveals what your girl already knew. Zach is Brian's son. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a little too excited about that. <laughs> Although I'm still holding out for the murder board. I'm really good at this. Uh, and I did say, we did tweet that uh, we totally called it. And the actor who plays Brian's son, Zach, retweeted us. Woo-woo. I'm telling you, we're like famous adjacent on Twitter. We are. We're getting there. It's a bitty, a bitty brig. Pretty big. <laughs> pretty big parking lot. Spit it out. And we're right on the edge. Yes. But we're in there. Yes. On the set, Anna tells Ian that uh, she's glad that she was wrong about him. And he's wearing white jeans again. Mm. He wears them a lot on this series, and I'm not sure why. 
Um, Shannon tells Brian that she's exactly where she's supposed to be. And Jenny tells Tori that she has a date with Wyatt. And Tori confesses that she thinks she has feelings for Brian. I mean, I think we all do. Yeah. I mean, he, he's pretty I'm cute. comfortable with it. Gabby tells Jason that she thinks it went well with Christine. And he said, who would have thought that we would have ended up dating the same girl? And as they walk up to the set, there is a stop acting like I'm not even here scrawled on the door. And the door opens and the peach pit is on fire. And not like the good fire. No, 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 no. Like literally like flames. Like in flames. Yeah. Like somebody needs to call the fire department. Yes. So who do we think? set fire who is your who is your suspect i don't know because to me like setting the stuff on fire and stop acting like i'm not even here seems very emily valentine-ish that she's like an executive but like emily valentine's like her alter ego mm-hmm. but then i did see that over the weekend um yeah they had scott, scott scanlon showed up at the pop-up peach pit um that was at torrance high school that was for um we were not there we were for, or blah, blah, blah. they were um, Brian's podcast. I don't know what it, it was. Something they were raising money for Luke Perry's charity or something like that, too. I thought I saw. Um, but he took pictures with everybody. Apparently, he, once he got killed off, um, he went into the Air Force. Yeah. So who knew? But I did because I read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. So I don't know. That's Those are my two uh, thoughts. Do you have thoughts? I mean, it's fire. And Emily Valentine tried to start the, what are those things that are in, floats. Mm-hmm. She tried to start the float on fire. And that was her go-to. The fire. Earlier in the episode, she talked about the show being a dumpster fire. I don't know if anybody noticed that, mm-hmm. but I caught it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Emily is possible, as possibly the suspect. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that's her Christine. I apologize, Christine Elise, if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure she does. They all do, right? They talk about it at meetings. Meetings. But I think that it's probably Christine Elise. I could be completely wrong. I thought maybe um, Doug Emerson, which is Scott Scanlon. Yeah. Uh, and then he did show up to the pop-up, but we hadn't really seen him in anything prior to that. Mm-hmm. So, and Brian seemed genuinely surprised and happy to see him. Like they hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, the only, I mean, unless it's one of the, you know, people who came on after the fact, maybe it's Valerie, maybe, or Janet, or, um... Janet's been overseas, so it's not her. Okay. Because I follow her on Instagram. So maybe it's Valerie. Maybe it's Tiffany Thiessen, even though she's wholesome and does cooking shows nowadays. And she wrote a children's book. Yeah. But maybe, you know, Valerie was pretty out there. I don't know. But it's... Or maybe it's Luke Perry coming from the beyond because they haven't even really, I mean, other than the first episode and they talked about, you know, that not all of them are there. Maybe he's haunting them. I don't like that one. <laughs> it's it's just a... Although it would make sense for the don't act like I'm not here because mm-hmm. they haven't really addressed it. Do you right. think they'll hear me itching my ear? No. Okay. I didn't hear it. <laughs> You're fine. Um, or maybe it's Nat. Oh, Joe E. Todd. He also appeared at the pop-up. Yes. 
he's mad because they have the set and he knows they've got the peach pit set, but mm -hmm. they haven't called him to come work there. Right. These are all excellent points. And we have two episodes left. And I'm still leaning towards but, fires or thing. Yeah. Or maybe it's Beavis and Butthead because they liked fire too. So that was episode four. What and are your thoughts, guys? Who do you think is sabotaging the Beverly Hills 90210, whatever this is? Uh, reboots. Reboots. Reboot. I'm really good at podcasting. Editing is our friend. Well, Yes, it is. Could but you edit my body? <laughs> Make me skinny. If I could do that, I would do mine first. Obviously not, because you suggested I go have cake. <laughs> you don't want me to be skinnier. And you were talking about chocolate <laughs> cake, so you guys will have the best of the best. I'm going to start back tomorrow and be good. I've got meal prep and everything for this week, so. I cut this part of the whole episode out. I'm currently <laughs> fasting. How long are you fasting? 16? Eight. No, I have to reset, so I'm 24-hour fast until tomorrow morning at Gross. 10 a.m. So you're just drinking water? Water. I had some tea, so at least I don't get a caffeine headache. You can have tea, but yeah, just water. Water, water, water. Water, water, water. Do you hate everybody right now? No, that's okay. I'm, getting, I'm used to it. All right. I really went off the rails this weekend. Okay, fair enough. Off the rails. Fair enough. Anywho, so that was, there's only two episodes left, so let us know your thoughts, if you have any, about this reboot episode, and don't forget you can rate, review, and subscribe to us. Um, we're on Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Spotify, uh, at Graduates Donna on Twitter. Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> Keeping it real. I talk, you talk, I talk, you talk. <laughs> Uh, at graduates Donna on Twitter, uh, Donna Martin graduates podcast uh, on Instagram. We've got a Facebook page, Donna Martin graduates podcast at gmail.com. Like I said, guys, it's really hard work making a and making a page. I can't do it. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm going to puffy paint some shirts. I'm going to sell them as merch. <laughs> so if anybody's interested in my puffy paint shirts, let us know. Yes. Anyway, paint shirts. Is this the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. That's all for this week. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.